Hey, 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 y'all. How are you doing? I'm on later tonight, guys. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. We are late. Usually I come on at uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Emotion Monday. Uh, emotion is a play on words. E is electronic motion. So today is the day that God has given me for Mondays as a push, um, as an encouragement day. You know, we're coming off the holidays, y'all. I hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving, full, rested. And, you know, so I'm, I'm just so thankful for that day and thankful for spending time with my family. But, you know, some people's Thanksgiving may not have been that good. So hopefully this will be a push, a um, some insight, some nuggets. You know, I call what I give you guys and what I share with you guys, Jesus nuggets. <laughs> you know, so come and get these hot and ready Jesus nuggets. I have about, you know, and this also goes um, on my podcast. I upload this recording and you'll be able to hear it if you're not able to view it. Um, you can watch the replay and you can hear it, you know, so I believe that, you know, you can receive your healing by listening as well. So, y'all, I got about like 50, last time I checked, 56 episodes on my podcast. I'm like, wow, how did I get all of those? <laughs> Listen, I just be just putting them out. I got 56 pieces of Jesus nuggets ready for y'all. Y'all better come get them. Go get them wisdom nuggets. All right. So anyways, welcome, welcome, welcome um, to my podcast listeners. I thank God for you. Thank you for pushing play and listening to me, listening to me, carrying on, <laughs> listening to me, um, you know, share the wisdom that God gives me. And I'm just so thankful for this opportunity to, yes, Jesus nuggets. <laughs> this opportunity to share with you guys as I'm embarking in my journey. I have not made it. I am not there. <laughs> I'm going through this Jesus journey and I'm bringing you guys with me. All right. And um, just showing the pains and the ups and downs and the roller coasters that I go through following God, because this is not an easy walk, y'all, but it's worth it. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into our topic. Let the healing begin. All right, guys. <laughs> so our topic, you guys know that I'm doing a pain series. I'm going to be sitting here for a while. You know, not tonight, but I'm going to be sitting here a while and dwelling on the pain series. Um, I'm going to be dealing with uh, various topics of pain. I've already dealt with disappointment. Um I don't think I did abandonment yet. Um, just so different kinds of pains that we're all going through, especially in this season where I believe Jesus is has us in a place to do some deep reflection and some deep healing. Do you guys believe that? That God is having us in this reflective moment, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's going on is causing us to look at life and how we're living it a, a little different. You know, so anyways, I'm going to go ahead and get to the blog. Um, I did post it up late. 
<laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and, and read. And how Emotion Mondays go is that I usually have a blog ready for you guys to read. And then we just kind of dialogue with it. I add, you know, usually the Holy, Holy Spirit just starts speaking in between me reading what I have wrote. Um, you know, and he also has his hands in my blogging. Hey, this ain't me. I give all glory and honor to God. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. The pain of wisdom. Wisdom is the thing we should know to ask of the Lord, but what will it cost? Look, wisdom is expensive. You know, it's it's a responsive. It holds a lot of responsibility um, that I think when we ask God for wisdom, and I don't want to go ahead and read more into what I'm, I'm saying, but it holds a lot of responsibility. So I just want us to understand and I hope to bring some clarity into what wisdom is and what you're asking God for. You know, everyone says that, you know, um, ask God for wisdom. Ask him for wisdom, ask him how to do this and ask him how to do that. But a lot of times when you ask God for wisdom, it causes you to make major changes in your thinking and how you've been moving, you know, throughout life. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and start reading. I know some of you are looking at the title and thinking, what pain can wisdom possibly cause? Let me tell you. I have made the decision in my dark moments to ask God for wisdom. Years ago, I remember um, asking God for wisdom. I'm like, God, you know, give me wisdom. I knew I have tried things my way for far too long, and I obviously got it wrong. How many of you know or realize that the decisions that you have made in life, you can boldly say, I, I, I just got it all wrong, God. Like, <laughs> I thought I knew, but obviously I got it wrong. <laughs> I did marriage without God. I handled finances without God, without God. And I had friendships without God. I obviously needed to try a different approach. You know, I got to the point where I was like, God, obviously nothing is panning out. Nothing is working out. I need to try you. I need to try. I need to know what you know. God, give me, give me what you know. Give me, give me your nuggets. <laughs> Drop your nuggets into me, into my mind, and into my heart. Because obviously, I'm not doing this life right. I'm not doing it how you want it to be, right? <laughs> so it took me to get broke down, you know, to realize that my way wasn't the best way. And like I said, I'm very transparent on here. You know, I, I truly believe that I have to confess some things to you guys so you can got you guys can get a better grasp and a better feel, you know, to to what I'm talking about. So one night in prayer, I asked God to give me the wisdom he gave Solomon in First Kings 3, 7 through 14. So right now I'm going to do a little uh, Bible walking. So um, bear with me, guys. So First uh, Kings 3, 7 through 14 says, Now, O Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David. But I am like a little child who, does know his, who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people. 
a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding, give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom and governing my people with justice and not have asked for a long life or wealth or for the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. And I will give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me and obey my decree, see, look at this is the B clause. <laughs> and if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you long life. Many rejoice in the fact that God gave Solomon more than he could ask for, which included riches. But Solomon just wanted to know exactly what to do with the responsibilities that God had laid in his hand. His heart was positioned right in the request. But what comes with more wisdom comes with more responsibilities, sorrow, and grief. Listen, so this is all Bible. So which is stated in Ecclesiastes 1 and 18, for which much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. And I know some of us is thinking like, well, you know, if you know a lot of things and you you are, uh, you know, cognizant of a lot of things, things should be easier for you. Not necessarily, because, you know, as I'm doing this Bible walking, I want to drive home the point that anything we ask of God comes with great responsibilities that require some kind of process. When we ask God how to do things, we are not ready made to handle things. We have to be processed. There are habits that we have picked up. There are things that we feel like we've done, you know, in the right spirit, but God doesn't want you to handle like that. And you're supposed to be a different person when you do handle them <laughs> or when you are able to you know, when you when you obtain this wisdom and this knowledge and this know-how, it's definitely it's not a cakewalk because um I think I'm reading more and I don't want to go here yet. But let me go ahead and read some more, y'all. I'm sorry. So here comes the definition. Y'all know y'all, y'all know I got to give you the definition first. Wisdom is the ability to contemplate and act using knowledge, experience, understanding, common sense, and insight. And we all know that common sense is not that common. Everybody ain't got common sense. And sometimes you look at people like, oh my God, that's common sense. Everybody don't got common sense. All right. How many of you know that everybody don't have common sense? Common sense is definitely not common. Everybody doesn't have um, the ability to contemplate and act using what they know, you know, and, and especially through experience. Some people don't even learn through their experiences. And that's why you may see people or yourself go through cycles after cycle after cycle because they have not learned. So as I stated earlier in the blog, I asked God for wisdom to do what he had put in my hands 
in the darkest moment of my life because hey I, I ran out of things like I, I i'm tired of figuring it out i was always the one to have a plan a b c d e and f <laughs> if that didn't work okay i had something else if that i just thought you know i had it pretty much uh figured out you know especially if and how i wanted my life to go how it was supposed to look i thought i had it figured out so when it all went you know, basically uh, to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? It's because of my choices that were not filled with wisdom. Uh, what a lot of people don't tell you is that the more you know, here I'm getting to this point. A lot of people don't tell you that the more you know, the more you have to be held accountable for. You think about it. The more that you know, you can't say that you don't know. The more that you know, you can't act against it. You know, you can't say, oh, it's just so hard. Like if God teaches you something and you're learning things of God and God instructs you things, it will be a slap in the face to God to be like, you doing something behind his back after you know that is wrong. You know, you're not supposed, supposed to do that. And so the more wisdom that he gives you, especially when it comes to governing yourself, you can't go to God and be like, well, I didn't know. Because it's like a more harsher thing, a punishment or, you know, a thing that you have to go through because, you know, you know. And and I'm sorry. I, <sighs> responsibility is heavy. Who? just says i want a lot of responsibility you crazy you crazy if <laughs> you crave more responsibility and i know you know sometimes that's like teenagers you know when they're growing up and they feel like they know it you know they want more responsibility they want you to trust them more but once you get it you like man this is more than i thought this is more than I thought. I thought I wanted to do this. I thought I wanted this position. You know, I thought I wanted, even in this higher level of spiritual, um, you know, the spiritual level. And then once you will realize what it is and what it takes to maintain it, you like, you know what? Why did I even ask for this? <laughs> or and so much responsibility. You know, so let me go ahead and continue reading. Um, you know, a lot of people don't tell you when they tell you to ask for wisdom, they don't tell you that uh, the more you know, the more you have to help be held accountable for. I fully understand now the meaning of ignorance is bliss. Who have heard that phrase? Ignorance is bliss. So it's and it basically alludes to you can't be held responsible for what you do not know. If you don't know, it's like you you don't have any responsibility. So when you're ignorant of things, when you don't know, nobody has taught you, nobody has showed you, you're like, "Oh, well I didn't know, but once you know, you got to act on what you know." Um Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. He was given unusual wisdom by God. These privileges came with great responsibilities and burdens. That sounds painful, right? You know, who wants to know and get wisdom? And then now you have, you know, it comes with this great responsibilities and burdens. 
these privileges, these this ability to know, to have, to be in the know of, of what God gives you. It comes with responsibility and burdens. Um, that's just like being an intercessor. You know, I can speak from this point. Being an intercessor, God gives you burdens. You're responsible to pray that out. If he has told you that you are a, a prayer warrior, you know, you're supposed to pray things into the earth. You can't say, I'm not going to pray for that. That burden will weigh you down. It will, you will feel so heavy until you obey, until you pray. So when someone asks for that prayer mantle, you got, you got some responsibilities, you know, because God is giving you intel. He's giving you insight into things. And now you got this great responsibility and this burden. It's not pleasurable all the time because you can't tell God how you're going to use what he gives you. You can't tell him, well, God, you waking me up at three o'clock in the morning. I, I don't want to do that time. God, can you give me a uh, nine o'clock? You can't do that. <laughs> it's his gift that he gives you. So you got to use it the way he tells you to. You know, he's the creator. <laughs> you got to use it the way he tells you. You can't have control of it once you ask for it. <laughs> you know, so Solomon asking for wisdom to govern his people. So that means Solomon, you're asking me my way of how to handle my people because wisdom belongs to me. All right. You can't do it out of your own. You got to stay so close to me. That's another. And I'm going to read that. You can't have wisdom without God. It's too heavy to carry on your own to operate in godly wisdom without God. You know, it just don't even, that don't even make sense. Um, so I read in the article that stated, Someone who is wiser than the rest of us would see things that we don't see, would foresee things we don't foresee, and would live with a lot of thoughts and concerns that the average person never wrestles with. Ooh, I can testify to this. I can, I can so testify to this. When you know and when you see and you... I, I'm always in my head. It keeps me up at night because I'm thinking and I'm asking questions why. I'm, I'm, I'm asking God to help me figure things out. And it's like, because I like to piece things together, he gives me these, and sometimes it frustrates me because he gives me these puzzle pieces in prayer or not. I could be sitting here just, just I don't know, thinking about God. And then I get these puzzle pieces little by little and I'm thinking about them all day. I'm thinking and I'm waiting on God to give me insight, give me revelation. And when I get it, it's like now I'm carrying it's 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 a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, y'all. And people ask for that. 
it's a lot. I asked for it and I was like, oh Lord, you know, I'm already, I was already an inquisitive kid, you know, uh, growing up. And so I always asked questions. I was always a researcher. Um, I was always looking up stuff. And then now it comes to me getting this godly wisdom. <laughs> hey, Boo Kitty. Hey, Shalanda. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's painful because it's a burden. So I'm going to go ahead and continue reading. Um, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to read that again because that was good to me. I had to interrupt. Uh, someone... An article stated that someone who is wiser than the rest of us would see things that we don't see, would foresee things we don't foresee, and would live with a lot of thoughts and concerns that the average person never wrestles with. Solomon realized that every great blessing that he had also had a downside. Blessings are supposed to be good, right? <laughs> Blessings comes with discipline and transformation. I'm going to say that again. Blessings come with transformation and comes with processes. It comes with you changing. You don't get blessings just to sit there and be the same way that you are. God blesses you and, and it, it causes you to change because sometimes you have to conform to the blessing. Sometimes it doesn't fit you yet. Sometimes you don't even know that it's a blessing until you change. This is Holy Ghost talking. You know, you don't know that something is a blessing until you transform to fit the blessing. Like, oh God, I didn't even know I needed this. Thank you. All right. So Solomon realized that every great blessing that he had also had a downside. And that none of them, the things that normal people that normal people think would make them happy and content actually brought him that kind of inner peace and satisfaction that he craved. Woo, woo. I'm gonna read that again. You know, uh, Solomon realized that every great blessing that he had had has a downside and that none of them, that th the things that normal people think would make them happy and content actually brought him that kind of inner peace and satisfaction that he craved. How many of us are guilty of wanting things because we feel like it's going to bring us peace? It's going to give us that contentment, you know, that we, our soul craves. Like, God, if you give me this house, I'll be good. God, if you, if I get married, I'll be all right. <laughs> God, if I have this job, if I'm making the certain money I'm making, I'm good. How many of you know that even when God has granted those things, you realize how much you have to know? You have to, you know how much responsibility it takes to maintain it. And you do have to realize that the more you have to depend on God to know what to do with it to give you instructions on it because your flesh will mess your blessings up. Your flesh will mess it up every time. If you let it like, it's like when I, I think about those people that win that money in the lottery and then it's like, it's gone in like a year. They have no wisdom in how to use it and how to maintain it. You know, 
it's because they're they're just not conditioned to it's too much it's too much of a burden it, it's coming too much grief and it, it's bringing people in their lives it's bringing these these um leeches into their lives and they don't know how to handle it so just think about when you ask about these things what it attracts and are you strong enough you know to fight off these things that are are coming after you when you have these things you know you have to be strong to to handle you know some of the things that god gives you and, and what you ask for um solomon had it all to the extreme but didn't find any of it ultimately satisfying you know so what am i saying that you should never ask for wisdom not at all <laughs> that's not what i'm saying y'all i'm not telling you i just want you to be mindful and what you're asking for you know wisdom is awesome wisdom is great the thing that i love about having god's wisdom you know the, the the parts that he gives me is that i can depend on him i can lean on him i'm not alone in this you know i i i have it so i can be more connected to him you know and he can trust me the more i i connect myself the more he can trust me to give me more it's like i'm digging into his mysteries that he has and it's like it's, it's just amazing to me to to know that much about god so you know that's what i crave you know to know more of him um so i thank god for the mantle of wisdom but it can be harmful and dangerous without a relationship with god happiness comes from not knowing a lot but from a strong spiritual relationship with god oh you can know a lot you can ask God for wisdom and you can know a lot. And but to you need the love of God to, to balance that out. You're not going to be happy just knowing. Just knowing how to do things, just having this insight and knowledge on things. You're, you're not going to be happy. You need you need God. You need the love of God. Wisdom alone can't make you happy. And it definitely will drive you crazy if it's not used for the glory of God. If God gives you wisdom and you ask for it, you better use it for the glory of God. It has to be used to glorify God. You know, so if you are working for God and you're asking God, well, God, like, like Solomon did, how do I govern your people? You better use it to glorify them and not puff yourself up. You better not do it. You better say, and you better give him glory and say that God told me to do this. God told me to do that. So as he gives you wisdom, you better give him back his glory. You better give it back. I don't know this. I don't know a thing. God gave me this. I say this all the time. This blog. I didn't write this blog. Jesus wrote this blog. I'm not talking on this live. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is talking on this live. I don't want to do that. I don't want to take glory from God because I don't know me, my flesh. I don't know anything. All right um if you are bold enough to ask the lord for wisdom get ready for the weight that comes with it his people will come to you for answers which means you have to be loving his people will expect you to know what to do which means you have to be strong his people will expect you to lead the way 
which means you have to be courageous even when you are not 100% sure. Responsibilities, right? Um, wisdom is not hidden. People know you know stuff. People are always looking for answers. And they're going to want to go to the one that has the answers. And you have to be um, ready for that pull. You know, people will start pulling from you. And people are going to look for you to know. And you, you have to be able to, you have to be, I didn't put that in here, but you have to be mature, you know, to handle that. You can't ask for wisdom and think that you're going to operate still in immaturity. That's just like, like I said, you knowing, but you're going against, you knowing, you're not holding yourself accountable, right? You know, when you have wisdom, you got to mature. You can't have wisdom and be immature. That's how I know when someone is not acting in wisdom. If you're not acting in maturity, you're not wise. If you're not bringing if you're saying you get your wisdom from God and you're not bringing people to God, I question. Because you know what it says the one the the one that a wise the wise win souls. <laughs> One's who one who is wise win souls. I'm misinterp miss you 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 know. You guys know. <laughs> I'm misinterpreting the text, but you guys know. Um because you have to know how to love people. You have to know how to talk to people. You know, you can't be immature and say that you wise. Do that even make any sense? <laughs> I got wisdom, but you just don't know how to just, just, just keep your mouth closed. You got to have a clap back. You got to say something all the time to people. That's not wise. That's not operating in wisdom. All right. <laughs> So are you ready with what comes with wisdom? <laughs> nope, no sense. That's right. Nope, no sense. It makes no sense. So when people say I'm wise, but then you see, you showing me otherwise. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say you got wisdom and you're, you're immature. Um, so are you ready with what comes with wisdom? If so, get ready for the ride. God bless. So that is the blog, you guys. Um, and there is pain in wisdom. You know, you have to be the mature one. You have to be the bigger person. You got to know. <laughs> Wait, let me see who's a, Woo, that was show with them clapbacks. Thank God. <laughs> yes, the clapbacks. And it's easy because it's like your flesh rise up. Wisdom will allow you to, you know, put your put your flesh under submission. You know, wisdom will have you fast. Wisdom will have you consecrate. Wisdom will let you check yourself. You know, will be able to, to see yourself. And sometimes you're like, God, why do I know so much? <laughs> I know how I'm supposed to act. I know what the Bible is saying on how I'm supposed to act. And you can't ignore and turn the other cheek if you know what the Bible is saying to you. 
I don't even know what that is. That's rebellious, right? You're being rebellious. When you know and you don't act right, you're being rebellious. <laughs> you're operating outside of the wisdom that God has given you. So when you ask for wisdom, y'all, just know it comes with responsibility. And sometimes responsibility don't feel good. You know, being responsible, like I said, being the bigger person. Being the one to know the answers to things and knowing and when people come to you, sometimes you look at them and you like, this is common sense. It's not so common. <laughs> Trust is not common. And that's what helped me back a lot. Um, I wouldn't say anything or I wouldn't, I didn't feel like I had anything to say. And sometimes that's the enemy too. When you when God gives you wisdom and he tries to shut your mouth. And because you feel like everyone should know, everyone does know this because it's easy for me to know. So everybody don't think like you, I had to think that, you know, know that of myself, like everybody don't think the same, you know, so what's an easy solution and things to figure out. Everybody can't figure stuff out, you know, that quickly. And I had to think about that. And then it's like, sometimes the devil, you know, the enemy will make you downplay what you know and what you know about God. You know, he will have you hide that from people and just make it feel like, well, I don't know, or you don't want to stand out. You don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. And you're supposed to, you know, because you're bringing people closer to God with what God has given you. All right. <laughs> Yes, it's a gift from God and you're supposed to use it. People are supposed to see it and you're supposed to give glory to God. He gives you a gift. You say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I say, yes, it doesn't always feel good. Just like what Bishop was talking about. We get irritated with having to always be the bigger person. But I'm saying, and that, and that listen, I wanted to holler when he said that. Because I said that a couple of times. Why do I got to be the bigger person? Why do I got to just keep myself together? Think of a solution, even though I know how they, they may feel about me. And I still got to be the peacemaker, which that's what he's called us to be. You know, the peacemakers. We got to be the one to initiate peace. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. To be the peace. Yes, it gets irritating. It does. It does get irritating. <laughs> That's what I said. The pain of wisdom. The pain of knowing better. I really should have called it that. The pain of knowing better. You know better. You know better. The pain of knowing better. That's good, y'all. <laughs> you know better. It, it's it's. It's like, wow. Sometimes you be like, I wish I didn't. Uh, I'm not going to say that a lot. I got to be careful what I'm saying in this season. I, I want God to continue to talk to me. You know, so this is me hypothetically speaking. Sometimes you're just like, I wish I didn't know as much as I do know. But I'm glad I do know the things I know of God. You know, because I'm able to help other people. So I look at it like that, like Solomon you know, King Solomon was able to help people in their dilemmas. You know, like that that story where, you know, with the mothers, 
or you know well this is my child this is my child and he's saying well cut one of them in half then you can have a half you can have a half so the true mother didn't want the child to be destroyed so she just would rather give it you know so the child could live so solomon thought of that scenario you know dealing with people's issues and you would think come on one of y'all know that you didn't have this baby but she was angry because you know out of emotion that her child died and she wanted the child you know so you have to think about it you know like that you have to deal with people's issues and you like can't y'all resolve stuff by yourselves or you know and it's nothing that's what i love to do you know so it's nothing about that I, I love to help people and that's the thing sometimes even when i'm tired it, it kicks in you know it's like i get this burst of energy and i, I want to help i'm not too tired to pray for somebody i'm not too tired to um help someone that's what i'm here for but it's a weight you know what i mean it's a weight it's a weight you know it can it can it can drain you at times so it is a pain and wisdom it's a sacrifice you know with with knowing you know the things that god gives you because think about it you know god is all knowing and you can imagine how we sound in god's ears you can imagine it sound it probably prayers probably sound like thunder in god's ears because of how much we go to god in prayer so he just hears it all because he's omnipresent. He, he hears it all. We're, we're pulling on his wisdom. We're pulling on what he knows. So imagine that just on a smaller scale when God gifts his some of his people that ask. Because if you ask and you asking for a responsibility, you're asking to carry this weight. So us getting a little piece of that and we're feeling overwhelmed. Just think about how God, he's not overwhelmed, but just think about what he gets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, guys. So that's the end uh, for this week. Um, so I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope this blessed you. I hope this pain series is, is blessing you. I believe the next pain um, episode that I'm going to do is the pain of singleness. It's not what it, what, how I'm saying it. <laughs> there's no pain in singleness but there's pain in how people feel about being single i want to deal with that all right the next time it's not going to be next week because next week i have a special episode i'm going to do and the flyer is going to post um tomorrow morning and it's in um a like god put this on my heart i'm going to talk about it for a few minutes and i'm gonna let y'all go to bed i'm not gonna hold y'all long um the the title of it is going to be called hiv thoughts december is hiv aids awareness and it's just been on my heart like this is definitely a big elephant in the room you know that um i believe you know christians and in, in the church we don't talk enough you know about the virus you know yes we have um covid and everything but this disease been been going on for a while and we have not been you know the first cases came to the united states in 1981 and we don't talk about it you know because the saints 
we're not you know as being a, a, a if you're not married in christ you're not supposed to do it but y'all the saints is doing it <laughs> the saints is doing it and i find that they're that you know in the christian community are very ignorant of stds and very ignorant of the virus you know so I'm not going to go too much into it, but I have two special guests. One of them, she's a woman of God and her testimony is phenomenal. You do not want to miss next week. All right. We're going to get deep, deep, deep into it. All right. You don't want to miss this elephant in the room. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys go. Um, let me go to my uh, disclaimer. Please, please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I'm starting to put little stuff on there more than, you know, because this goes on YouTube as well. But you get notifications that I'm on if you're not on Facebook all the time. Um, you can also follow me on my Instagram. I put quotes and everything on there. That's uh, Relinda C. McCoy. And also, please subscribe to the podcast. I Like I said, I have 57 hot and ready nuggets. Jesus nuggets. Get however many pieces you want that will fill your spirit and your soul. You know, I promise you, you know, you'll get something from them. I even listen to them and I get stuff. That's how I know that's Jesus talking. And also I do have a book out. Um, it's been out for the, a couple of years, the Psalms of My Emotions. It's this is how it looks. My face is on the cover. And um, just be and stay tuned. Um, I'm working on another book. It's a poetry book. So um, that's going to be next. So anyways, I thank you guys for just coming on. Like I said, I'm sorry for coming in so late. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a good night and I will see you next time. Have a good night.